Okay, we're on Masechet Moed Katan. Welcome to Masechet Moed Katan, Perik Aleph, Mishnah Aleph. This is the first Perik, uh, first Mishnah in Masechet Moed Katan. So we have to explain to you what in the world is this term, Moed Katan. So Moed refers to Chola Moed. As we know, every holiday has, has uh, every major holiday, not everyone, Pesach and Sukkot have a first day, and then Pesach has a last day, Sukkot has, has Shemili Atzeret. And then there's in these, these intermediate days. So we, those are called Moed. And the reason it's called Moed Katan, Kahaki explains, is that because the Seder is called Seder Moed. We're in the middle of Seder Moed. So the Masechet Moed is called Moed Katan. It's like the mini Moed. Okay, so I'm gonna, I need to give you a sort of a brief introduction to Moed Katan. And I'm basically, the Kahati does an excellent job. So I basically got to basically tell you over what Kahati does in their, in their short, intro, in his short introduction. But it's really, really good. So I'm gonna start by quoting a Breitah from, this is Mesechet Chagigah, Daf Yud Ale, Daf Yud Ched Amun Ale. Chagigah. So the Gemara, the Gemara wants to know, how do you know there is such a thing as Chol Moed? Where do we get this from? Tanya Idak, we learned another Brayta. Sheishet Yamim Tochal Matzot, Ubeyom Mashvi Atzeret Lashem. So this is talking about Pesach. You can see here, from Dvarim Tetzayin Chet. Sheishet Yamim Tochal Matzot, for six days you should eat Matzah. Ubeyom Mashvi Atzeret Lashem Alokecha, on the seventh day is an Atzeret. Atzeret is a stopping. So on the seventh day, you shouldn't do melacha. So the Gemara says the following. So the seventh day, atzor stops. So the first six days are atzor. Are also, you can't do melacha. You might think, just like the seventh day is atzor b'chol melacha, it's prevented from doing all melacha, all work. Maybe all seven days of of Pesach, it's just all Chag. I mean, like, we're used to Chol Moed, but maybe Pesach starts, you can't do Melacha for seven days. Talmud Lomar, Ubayom Hashvi'i Atzeret. No, stop on the seventh day. Hashvi'i, on the seventh day, Atzor B'Macho Melacha, Ve'en Shishayamim Atzorim B'Macho Melacha. Okay, but the seventh day is, you should not do Melacha, but not, not the rest of the six days, i.e. Chol Moed. Ha, so we learn from this, it's really a very powerful statement. The Torah only gave it to the gave over to the Chachamim. Lomar to tell you, Okay, so which days are asur and which are mutar? So what's mutar? What melacha is permitted and what melacha is prohibited? That that's this interesting thing called chol amoed. We call it chol amoed. Let me see if I can. Here we go. Chol amoed. Chol moed it's chol, it's, it's a contradiction. It's an internal contradiction. Is it moed? Moed is chag. Is it chol? What is it? And this is the classic problem of trying to understand what chol moed is. What, what, what are we supposed to do? Is it, let's go back to the pasuk for a second. Atzeret, or ashyom ashvi'i atzeret? Sheish jamim, and what is the six days and what is the seven days? So the, the Bartulura quotes, uh, the, the Kahati, excuse me, quotes Rashi, just want to make this bigger. Quotes Rashi because I want to read the Rashi together with you. And the Rashi basically gives us, tells us, what is this called a moed? Okay, and it's really interesting. The very strong, striking language. This is the definition of what uh, Orthodox Judaism is. If you really want to know, that God, we believe that God gave Moshe Rabbeinu the tradition and He passed it down to the Chachamim. Klomar, meaning the Torah tells you that you have to stop doing work. 
and he didn't tell you which one. Velopirish Eza Mutarot and Eza Asura. And he doesn't tell you which is Mutar and which is Asura. So understand, know and see that the low Masran Ella that the Torah only gave it to the Chachamim. That they know what Mutar and what's Asura. They'll tell you which is Yom Tov based on Kiddush Ariyah, Kiddush HaKodesh, we just learned. Uh, we learned it before in Mesech Rosh Hashanah. What's, what day is prohibited? What is Chol of Moed? See the contradiction in terms. It's, a, it's a, an internal contradiction. What is the, the Chol, the profane of the holiday? Okay, and they'll tell you what Macha is prohibited. We're going to see this term a lot. Means something that doesn't cause a loss. And what Melacha is permitted? So let's just actually put this in our, in our terms. That is the basic term. That's what Melacha is, is permitted. Melacha muteret. In Cholamoed. Melacha muteret. Something that will cause significant financial loss. Prohibited? Something that will not cause a significant financial loss. I was going to do the Rambam. I'm already five minutes in, so I think that's enough. The Rambam, you quote the Rambam, you look it up in Hilchot Yom Tov. Ah, you know what? I already prepared it, so I'll give it to you. Okay, just briefly, I'm going to show you the Rambam. The Rambam says, If you do melacha, okay? If you do melacha, the punishment is makat mardut, makot, lashes of mardut, rebellion. Meaning, it's not mipneshi asuro isuro midivrei sofrim. The Rambam holds that all the mulachot of Cholamoed are only asuro midirabanan. And even though we bring all these psukim, it's called an asmachta. Others say, no, it's an isur deoraita. Let's go back to our Mishnah. So now, once we learn this idea, so the Chachami have to tell us, okay, Cholamoed, what, we know it's moed, we know that most mulacha is prohibited, but things that are davar ha'aved are mutar. So this is what the Mishnah is going to tell us, what's considered davar ha'aved. Says the Mishnah. That's the general topic of our Mishnah. What malachot are permitted on Chol HaMoed? Says the Mishnah. Mashkin beit hashlachin b'moed u'bashvi'in. One is permitted to water beit hashlachin. It's a certain kind of field. What is beit hashlachin? Eretz ayefa u'tzme'alamayim. It's a field that's ayefa, tired, and thirsty for water. Okay? That's a Beit Shlachim. It's a, it's a, so it's a field that needs to be watered. But Moed, you're allowed to water that field on Chol Moed and also during Shemitah. Bein bimayan shiyatza batchila. Bein bimayan shelo yatza batchila. Whether you're watering it from a mayan. A mayan is a, is a spring or a well. But we're going to see it's not a deep well. Shiyatza batchila that's new. Or whether it's from a well that's not new. What's the difference if it's, if it's new or not? So first of all, Mashkim Moed. This is what we learned. Davar ha'aved. Davar ha'aved mutar b'mo'ed. Okay? You're permitted to do things that are davar ha'aved, as we've learned. This kind of field, this parched field, once you started watering the field, meaning it's now Sukkot, but you planted early. So once you started, if you don't continue to water it, it'll be lost. Okay? As we learned, as we learned at the end of our Mishnah, okay? Meaning, if you didn't start watering before, then you can't start. You can't do it on the Moed. 
benefit that if you already water them, if they drank before the Moed, before all the days, before the Chag, then you can water them on the Chag. But this is only talking about, the Bartimur says, a Sadeh of Tubua, of grain or vegetation. Okay? But if it's trees, you're not, if you're tree, if you have olive trees, even though you normally have to water the trees, they'll be fine for a week. Leave them alone. Whereas on the other end, if, if it's your tomato vegetables, you planted strawberries, you got to water them, otherwise they'll die. That's davar ha'avei. That's ma'ayan. And what's the difference between a ma'ayan shelo yatzabatchila or not? So the Bartunura says, because if it's a new ma'ayan, maybe you're afraid that you'll have to like fix it up. It's a spring that just came out. You'll have to fix it on the moed. He says, interestingly enough, we're not afraid. Maybe you'll come l'takein ve'ikat tircha. We're going to see that this is also another factor. Tircha. How much work is it? Is it too much work? Next. Aval ein mashkin lo you're not allowed to water from, from, from rainwater, collected rainwater, and not me kilon. What is me kilon? Me kilon, uh, kilon is maim shel bor amok. It's a very deep well. Ubo meg shamim mukhunasim. That's where they would store, they would have these cisterns, they would have these water systems that would pour and save all the rainwater, which doesn't make much sense. But the problem is, there's this term again, I should write that down in our. Chart. So, is mutar, but not tircha yitera. Tircha yitera is overextension, too much work, leave load. Because if it's like it's a deep well, you got to draw it, you got to pull it up, that's too much. So, therefore, you can do it from a ma'ayan. From, I guess, I don't know the difference between a, a ma'ayan, which is some kind of like shallow well, but they say you can't do it from mekilon. They all knew what mekilon, they would dig these deep wells. Why? Because they, they, the deeper it is, the more water you could, you could preserve. You can't make ugiot or cakes. What is ugiot? These are ditches or crevices. They would make them at the root, at the base of the olive trees or the or the uh, or the uh, grape vines. So they'll fill with water. Meaning, when you're watering, even if you're not watering, you can't make dig your ditches on cholamoed. That's not You can't do that. I'm way over, nonetheless. A really int- important introduction. Welcome if you're if this is new and you lasted this long. Welcome to our Mishnah Yomit. Hopefully you'll do it every day. Uh, we'll dedicate as we always do. I want to encourage you to join. You can find our Mishnah on our website mishnah.co. You, if you have comments or questions, email me at rspolter at gmail.com. And we'll dedicate our learning to memory my father, Rav Simcha Ben Yitzchak Kalman. Have a great day.